You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And growth is, of course, it's about effective mobile marketing, but it's also more and more about amazing storytelling. And, uh, you know, in essence, the pros at storytelling are the media companies and the apps. And uh, so, if you want to understand how to engage your audiences with content, we're going to go to the source. We're going to deep dive into examples that you can draw from as you seek to use AR, that is augmented reality, to bring your audiences deeper into your app or your content experience. And as I said, we are going to the source and I'm excited to welcome Ray Soto, Director of Emerging Technology for USA Today Network. Ray, great to have you on Mobile Presence today. Hi, Peggy. Uh, you know, it's great to connect again. Absolutely. I mean, I have to say, full disclosure, we already did an interview, already did an article. I'll include those in the show notes for this show as well, where we talked about, you know, how you are leveraging AR to elevate the storytelling experience. I mean, probably quite literally, Ray, because if I think about it, the fantastic app uh, content experience we're talking about is launching a Falcon 9 rocket. So maybe you want to tell me about that particular experience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, kind of to lead off with, with a three to one uh, launch app, you know, building a Falcon 9 and launching it was started off with a really basic idea. And at the time when our uh, space experts down Ford today had reached out to us, uh, you know, they kind of pitched an idea of creating a companion app for folks who were at Cape Canaveral, you know, watching the rockets uh, lift off from Kennedy Space Center. And, uh, you know, we were interested in seeing if we can explore opportunities to make it seem as if users were actually in control of these rockets, you know, as if they were mission control, launching, stage separation, and even landing them. But where the opportunities for us really came through is we wanted to move beyond the gimmick and understood how augmented reality can create a story aspect to it. 
know, we recognized quickly that there was an opportunity for users to feel as if, uh, you know, not only that they're in control, but they have a better understanding of, you know, the small nuances, uh, you know, terms that might be said during a broadcast, you know, not really understanding what that might be. And through AR and through interactivity and, and that sense of control, we're able to create something that's fairly unique. Yeah, so uh, the the experience within the the three to one launch app is, is fairly unique. Uh, while the feature of it is a live AR broadcast, you know we wanted uh, we wanted to incorporate something that users felt as if they can engage with the content during non launch days. So we created a small segment in there, an interactive story that allowed users to uh, build the Falcon Nine, drag it onto the actual launch pad, and go through the entire sequence from, from liftoff back to landing. Uh, and, but what's great about that experience is we incorporated content annotations to learn a little bit more about some of the, the let's say, the launch facilities themselves, such as the water towers. Uh, we didn't know this until we were actually down at, uh, at NASA, that those, uh, those water towers aren't actually to cool uh, the the concrete from the heat, but more just to dampen the sound because the vibrations are so strong, it could actually crack the foundations of these of these massive uh, facilities. So just those small types of aspects of being able to interact and learn a little bit more. And there's quite a bit more within there, but that's just one small example. Mm -hmm. But the main feature of this app, and one thing that we're really excited about that we were able to create was a live launch experience. And, you know, Space uh, fans, they're, they're not unique to just Florida. I mean, it's a global audience. Everyone's really excited about, you know, launching, uh, you know, these space missions and, and just following them along. So through AR, what we've done is for users who have the app, they'll receive a notification saying launch is about to happen in, let's say, an hour, half an hour, kind of leading up to just a few minutes before launch. Users can log in through the app and see a virtual 3D object of a Falcon 9 uh, just sitting idle on the launch launch pad uh, on your desktop. And we'll have audio that's filtered in uh, so you can really understand exactly where it's at within the launch sequence. And you'll be able to see the, the rocket launch in real time in perfect sequence with the actual rocket that's taken off in Kennedy Space Center. And it's it's pretty powerful uh, to kind of check that out. Uh, what's also really interesting about the experience too is our, our space experts at Florida Today, they are also broadcasting a live scribble feed. So folks can tune in and ask questions and they'll answer them in real time. So you really feel as if you're watching this thing. It's your own personal experience. And it was something that was fairly unique and, and something we were able to pull off, which uh, was fun considering it was our first time working in augmented reality. I mean, that is really cool because it's about bringing the experience to life, you know, engaging. I love the idea also that you can engage, you know, before, but also after not just before, during, but after the launch to keep that experience going. Um, I want to get into some of the, you know, some of the ideas that you have in mind when you're choosing a story, when you're constructing the storytelling. But I'm just curious, first of all, how the audience reacted. I mean, I'm into this topic, so you got me. <laughs> um, I'm a convert, but uh, what was the, uh, the engagement of the audience or what did they enjoy about it? What was the feedback there? The 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 audience reaction to this was actually much stronger than we had anticipated. Uh, the three to one launch app was mostly just uh, meant to be a a pilot, a test of what we can do in AR to see what audiences uh, would engage with, how long they would engage with the with the app, uh, and really just kind of figure out how we can fit it into our workflows as applied to the storytelling. And as soon as we'd released the app, and fortunately we were we were featured by Apple in the the App Store. 
uh, if exceeded all our expectations uh, from download numbers to retention rates to engagement lengths. Uh, it, it, we just didn't expect it. And what that told us immediately is that there is an audience that is not just interested in the content, but there are uh, audiences that are tech savvy and understand the, the opportunities and kind of the unique nature of AR through this type of content, you know, storytelling specifically. And the live component was, was, was pretty unique as well. But, uh, you know, folks were, were blasting out on Twitter and on Facebook, hey, check this out. And we saw some really strong numbers, which surprised us. Uh, so much, uh, so much that it actually crashed uh, the app just because we, we weren't anticipating it. So our first live launch was, was four days after the app was was published, and as soon as it went live, we started to see a nice little spike in audiences engaging. And then all of a sudden, it hit a really strong spike, and none of the live features were working. So we were scrambling like crazy trying to fix it. Yeah. Uh, so while there was that bit of excitement, it was at the same time okay. There's there is an audience that's out there, and we started to notice. Uh, kind of strong numbers through each of the the live launches, but also a nice steady stream of users who would still go back into the app to experience the non-live interactive as well. I mean, that's one of the reasons I have you here, Ray, is because, you know, your example proves you you do it right and you can hit the right metrics. I mean, you've got long session lengths, you've got uh, long session times, rather, you've got strong retention rates. It tells us that if you if you approach this properly, the audience is there. So I guess the first point is, you know, AR um, it's not just uh, the early days we're hearing about it. It's really ready for maybe not prime time, but definitely for other companies out there, app developers, marketers, to think about seriously integrating this into a strategy to engage audiences. What would you say? AR, are we ready? I'd say we're ready. Uh, and now is the time to get into it. Uh, what I really like about the where this platform is currently at, so it's been great about uh, where the functionality is now is all the tools are available, you know, whether it's working through Unity, there's a lot of APIs that are available. Uh, the process to actually start experimenting and really understanding the opportunities are, are, are available to anybody who's really interested. So getting in now uh, is an opportunity for folks to really figure things out and how it applies to possibly their business or their brand and for in our case, how we apply it to storytelling. But essentially what it does uh, is the resources are available and there's a community out there that's really excited about this. I, I think of where we're at with augmented reality now is similar to where virtual reality was about five years ago. Uh, it's experimenting, lots of excitement around it. But what's great about the platform now is the fact that with native integration into phones, uh, users are ready for this. Uh, they understand it. Uh, and they're really looking forward and experiment, or not experimenting, but let's say uh, experiencing as much as they can. And also to your point, you know, the audience is there now. You have a lucky point in your favor. You have a lot of people from video games on your team, and you yourself, you're you're you know a passionata. You love it as well. You, I, I I feel it when I interview you both times. Just in a nutshell, can a company do this, or does a company need to specifically tap video program video games programmers for this for this opportunity? I don't think that companies need to have a a team of former video game developers. It's definitely helpful because all the tools are very similar to what you know the game industry has been using for for years. Uh, but as I, I had mentioned earlier, the resources are available and the tools are intuitive enough to at least get you started. Uh, and through three D modeling, let's say for example, that is helpful as well. But I don't think that 
a, a company or a team really needs to be starting to build up a, a game development studio just to support this. Uh, you know, just get in early, experiment. It is helpful, but I don't think it's required. Okay, so there we have it. We have a good setup here to, to go into break. I mean, we're hearing that AR is ready, tools are ready, audience is eager and ready. So everything, um, spelling opportunity for AR. So don't go away, listeners. When we get back, we'll be talking with Ray about now, how can you really get involved and map out an AR strategy to bring your stories to life? So don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. You are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. WebmasterRadio.fm WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing. From SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e-commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry on air on demand and available on every mobile device that you can imagine this is webmasterradio.fm webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, and we have today Ray Soto, Director of Emerging Technology for USA Today Network. And Ray, right before the break, you know, we established AR is ready for prime time. Get in there. But it's also about making the match between your story and the audience and avoiding gimmicks, I would imagine. Is that what you would say it should be top of mind when you're looking at this, just trying to get away from the wow factor? Or should we embrace the wow factor? You know, we have to move away from the wow factor. Uh, you know, audiences do recognize that while this might be a fun little experiment, uh, let's say, you know, with very technology forward, that unless there's a story and something that really engages engages the user, you know, they're not going to return to this and they can see right through it. So it is a challenge, but we have to move beyond the gimmick when it comes to AR. So 
I'm not quite certain what the story would be. You always think it has to be something really cool. I mean, you know, watching and the launch of a Falcon 9 rocket, getting involved in that, that's pretty cool. You've also done one life on the USS Eisenhower. So you get the feeling it has to be something that you experience. Could you take stories that maybe don't have that much um, excitement and moving parts to them to AR? I mean, is there a rule? This one goes, this one doesn't. Yeah, so we, we follow several different rules, and this is what I encourage folks to consider if they're thinking about building out uh, an emerging tech story through VR and AR. Uh, really good examples for us would be uh, we created uh, an AR interactive with a podcast team to promote uh, The City, which is a new series that came out, I'd say, back in September. And when we were having discussions with, with the podcast team, when you consider that is a very much an audio-first experience, we wanted to answer the question that folks would still have after listening to the entire series. And that is, what does this place look like? To provide some specifics around it without getting too, too in-depth, the, the story that we were looking to tell was provide visuals of, you know, football fields long, uh, you know, dump in a neighborhood just south of Chicago. But that dump affected the communities, whether it's the schools, uh, you know, the, the neighborhoods and the homes, the businesses, crack foundations, you know, uh, higher rates of asthma. You know, it's a very powerful story, and it's not what you might think of when it comes to AR or even VR. But there was an opportunity to really show users the proximity, the scale of this mountain of rubble. And through interactivity, we, we kind of guided users through that story so they have an understanding of, of the impact of of this dump within the community. And we leverage it as not as a standalone story, but as a teaser for the podcast. So it was to get users in, have them understand what this story is and guide them to the podcast. So that's just one small example beyond the wow factor and beyond the, the, the gimmick of what you could do with, with virtual reality and AR. Uh, you know, speaking to, let's say, VR uh, specifically, we worked on a piece a couple of years ago as part of the wall uh, you know, feature story project. And through VR and the conversations we were having with the editorial team, again, it's just answering those questions of what can we provide that is unique to this story that makes best use of the platform. And VR's case, it's a sense of presence, uh, you know, being immersed within an environment. And for The Wall, it was a story of the impact of Trump's proposed border wall, uh, you know, from, from, you know, from coast to coast. And we wanted to get users into those locations. We rented out four unique locations along the border. And through there, we were able to, to allow the user to feel as if they're standing within there. They feel immersed through the spatial audio. They're being guided within through, through one of the reporters speaking to the impact that this particular spot will have should, should a wall be built, whether it was through uh, migrant crossings to, let's say, the, the, the species and migration routes and eminent domain. It was, it was, Again, not what you might think of when it comes to uh, virtual reality, but it's really thinking through the platform and what, it, what its strengths are to enhance the story experience. And that's really the approach that we take as well for every story that we move forward with. And it's what I encourage folks to really consider before they even get into it. You know, start to concept out ideas, start to really think through your story and how you might be able to leverage the platforms to, to inform a user, but at the same time, make them feel as if they were either a part of the story but more importantly, walk away having learned something and would want to possibly re-engage with it. I mean, that's inspiring. And I like the way you just say, you know, it's a sense of presence. And ironically, you know, you augment a podcast with augmented reality. So I think it, it 
challenges us to to think outside the box, to um, push the envelope. Um, let's say that uh, because it's mobile presence, we've got a lot of marketers, a lot of app marketers, people out there. I mean, we've talked about what you need to have as a mindset to use AR to really bring a content to life, give a sense of presence. What about the, the team and the talent? We said you don't necessarily need video game uh, developers, but what kind of team should they be assembling to put this together, you know, from ideation to production? Is there something special in that mix, something that you can share? I would highly recommend uh, for anyone who's looking to build a team to start creating these interactive experiences, a UX team, a design, interaction, that is common across, you know, most visual type of, of platforms. But it's really, really important for VR and AR. You have to have someone who really understands the entire user flow. Uh, you know, some really good examples there is unless you engage the, the, the user from the onset, they might not go into the story itself. And we had a couple examples that we've released that just didn't work out well because we didn't think through UX and onboarding more specifically. Uh, mm -hmm. Users really didn't understand what it is that we were doing. They didn't understand uh, what the point of the YAR to support this or even just how to, to, to start the experience. You need to have folks who really understand how to build that user flow. Uh, you know, design uh, is pretty common across most platforms. There are some nuances here and there, but you really have to have uh, someone on, from a UX perspective to, to kind of guide that conversation and can mold the story. Uh, someone who really understands interactive storytelling as well uh, is a nice to have. And when you combine some of those and the visuals, I think things start to get crafted around there. But really, it's just think through creative brainstorming. What is it that we do? you know, build out the entire user flow experiment, and then from there start to build out your prototype and see if it works, if it doesn't work. Uh, so my recommendation would be, you know, think through building a team similar to, let's say, an interactive uh, web experience. Uh, you know, start to build out the UX, start to build out the story, start to build out from there the entire flow to really understand, are we going in the right direction? Are we telling the story that we're looking to tell? And I think that's really all you need to kind of get started. That's really helpful advice. And to your point about the onboarding, that's a big one because just even with just ordinary app experiences, you know, just just cut and dried, no AR, no nothing, just the real, just you know, how to get through the app to make an order or how to get to the app to make to to engage with a game. Onboarding is critical. Anything you can give in the way of advice around onboarding for this? Because in a way you're saying, yes, this is how you use it, but I guess you're also trying to say this is why you want to use it. Yeah, you know, you really have to think through not just the core demographic of very tech-savvy folks who already understand AR, but you have to think bigger, the opportunities to engage a new audience, and how can you create something that is intuitive and as seamless as possible. Now, with AR, there is a bit of a challenge. While it is a fairly new, uh, new platform, there are still nuances around, let's say, surface detection, uh, let's say, functionality when it comes to how to interact with objects. You really have to think through, uh, you know, how to guide a user on the onset, more specifically on the onboarding, where you're not overwhelming them. And I know it's it's kind of just very high level thoughts uh, around how to approach it. But if you start thinking through how to make this as easy as possible and really internal testing, get feedback on that, really understand, are we heading in the right direction? Does this make sense? You know, you're really setting yourselves up for, for success there. The onboarding side of things is very, very difficult. 
because at the same time, you don't want to surprise users as well. Uh, you know, if they're going into an experience, in our case, a story that we're building with an expectation, and we either don't meet those expectations through the onboarding sequence, or at the same time, we lose them through, through that onboarding, we failed. And we've had a couple instances where things did not work out for us in the past, but we've learned through that considering we've been building VR and AR, well, VR for about four years or so and about AR for about a year, that, that you know, we stumbled a, a bit. We were growing as the, the technology evolved, but it's through that onboarding scene, it's through testing and really just kind of building that out so we, users have an understanding of what this is and what they're engaging with. You also said, you know, make certain that it resonates with the user, which is really smart. That's what you always have to do, except, you know, in apps, that's like a, a soft launch period and you have a chance to sort of, you know, fly or fail. Um, I don't know. Focus groups. What are you suggesting here? Because, yes, you do need feedback or maybe it's something just, you know, ask your friends. Some people say you can ask a lot of friends and if they like it, then you've got a good chance. How do you go about collecting the feedback that's going to tell you whether or not you need to really bring this uh, bring this experience to life and launch it. Focus groups are very very helpful. Uh, you know, it's honest feedback. Uh, while I always appreciate feedback from friends, they're telling me what I want to hear. It's going to be biased. They're going to say, right. "Well, Ray, you know, great job you did." Uh, but through through focus groups, uh, you know, it's putting together a, a series of prototypes, maybe it's just two, and testing out kind of A-B testing from there, just to make sure you're heading in the right direction. At the same time, you're going to get that unbiased feedback that'll really guide development for, you know, the story or, you know, the app that you might be looking to build. Uh, I, I cannot recommend that enough. Uh, also, while you're building, you know, internal feedback from, let's say, someone in, in your office is also great. Uh, most of the stuff you have, we're working on has to move fairly rapidly, so with 321, there was an opportunity to do some, some, some focus testing there. For the stories that we're building, we're, we're learning as we're going along, and we accept failures, which is fine. But if you have the opportunity to do some focus group testing, I absolutely go that way. You're going to get that unbiased feedback that will really set you up for some success. Well, I'm enjoying this a lot, Ray, especially because you're bringing what some people are still looking at as, you know, like the next big thing or one of the 2019 trends. You know, you're making it understandable, the feeling that we can actually embrace it for storytelling going forward, which is exactly the idea here. So listeners, don't go away because when we get back, we're going to talk about some top tips that you can do, a little bit of a crash course in how you can get started and make 2019 the year you bring your stories to life. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. 
There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Hey, and we are back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And we have today Ray Soto, Director of Emerging Technology for USA Today Network. Ray, you've been there, done that. Um, You've got, you know, not just one AR experience, but a whole lineup of them. And you've talked about some others. So, you know, you've, you've seen the accomplishments, what, you know, what AR can do to elevate storytelling. You've probably also seen what it can do to achieve basically the exact opposite and just be so gimmicky that storytelling um, suffers as a result. Um, What would you say based on your experience, should you avoid yeah, uh, definitely have uh, quite a few few experiences to share in which you know we've stumbled uh, building out stories. So when it comes to VR and AR, I recommend it's just because you have the technology, you have the capabilities. Don't just throw everything together in the sense of uh, trying to use it because you can to try to tell a story. And more specifically, using let's say the Eisenhower VR experience that we released just a few years ago. That was a kitchen sink project for us. Uh, We understood that we could create 3D visuals. We understood that we can do strong 360 videos, interaction, UX, but it fell flat. And while it visually and the content was very thrilling, the user experience that I was speaking to earlier just wasn't working. Uh, We really needed to think through a way of creating a seamless experience that users felt as if they were in control, and we didn't do that. Uh, If someone were to take a look at Eisenhower, it was more of an in-and-out experience where you have a hub and you go to a story and you go back to the hub. It's very confusing. It didn't leverage the platform that that it should be intended for. So we learned from there and incorporated uh, those changes into the wall project. So we treated the wall project more along the lines of a book into a series of chapters. So users could feel as if, hey, maybe they don't want to start in chapter one. They could start in chapter three that while there was a narrative flow, they were in complete control. Now, with what we've learned through those two projects really guided us for AR. We understood that users need to feel as if they're controlled. We can't be the gatekeepers of a story in the way they they would want to explore the story. So in AR, 
with the stories that we've released uh, over the past year, 321 was, was a great success for us. Uh, when you consider the interactive story, we're guiding the user. And, but what we had noticed through testing as well and the feedback we received, there were gates. There were beats that users felt as if they were trying to skip past. Let's say, for example, uh, you know, users just wanted to launch the rocket. They didn't want to go through the entire sequence of building it and dragging it out onto the launch pad. So through there and the, and what we ended up learning, we made some adjustments here and there to the stories we released mm-hmm. towards the end of the year. And we really used two words to really guide everything we build. We want to create an experience that would allow users to explore and discover. And I can't stress that enough. Users really do appreciate through these technologies, VR and AR, as if they have complete control. They want to experience the story that in a way that they want to. And that's where you know, we, we've had to figure it out. It took us a few years. And that's what I would recommend folks to really consider when they're building out their own AR experiences. And we have the benefit now of your few years of experimentation, you know, the trial and error, because I hadn't thought of it that user control was so important, but that is true because you have an experience and maybe people want to just, you know, dip in and out. I mean, they can do that with on-demand streaming. They can do whatever they want, whenever they want. And then you have this big chunky AR experience that says, no, you're going to start here. You're going to build the rocket. You're going to drag it out on the launch pad. No, they might just want to launch it, as you said, and you have to build that in there and let them do that. So in a way, um, you enable experiences, but you don't dictate them. Right, right. And, you know, more recently, we just released uh, uh, an AR experience featuring a Washington Capitals uh, hockey player. Mm-hmm. And we had three uh, 3D models within there built through photogrammetry. But it's almost as if we forgot our best practices for this particular user experience. It, we didn't provide a way for users to, to skip to the second, to skip to the third piece, to really get the entire story. Uh, we, were, we were treating it almost as if there was a beginning, a middle, and an end. But the stories that we were telling within the experience uh, allowed for more flexibility. And for that particular project was a bit of a challenge, considering we only had three, about a week to develop this, uh, the experience. And, you know, we, we hit all of our, our, our metrics that we were looking to, to, to gain. But again, from a story experience uh, perspective, from uh, the usability side of things, uh, you know, it's, we didn't have that, that built to, to allow the users, as I mentioned before, to explore and discover. Well, great tips, especially based on your practical experience. That's always valuable. I know that you're out there speaking, Ray. I'm, I'm hoping sometime to, to hear you because I find it um, you know, very engaging, I have to say. But how would our listeners stay in touch with you? Are you writing, blogging out there elsewhere if they have questions or just want to find out more about the great apps that you're producing over there at USA Today? Yeah, first and foremost, uh, you know, I highly recommend folks to download the USA Today app. Uh, we release uh, AR experiences fairly frequently. We've got another one lined up that'll be releasing towards the end of February that we're really, really excited about. Uh, uh-huh. But if folks are interested in following, uh, you know, my work uh, as part of this team, you know, follow me on Twitter at uh, Ray Soto Tech. Uh, you know, follow me on LinkedIn. Feel free to reach out to me, ask questions. I'm more than happy to answer any. And that app, I mean, because there are so you know many 
app sort of ver not versions, but you want to be very clear about what you want to download. So what is it called? Is it just the USA Today app in uh, iTunes and Google Play, or does it have a special version for this experience? It's the USA Today app in uh, iTunes and the, the, excuse me, the App Store and Google Play, yes. Got it. Okay. Just want to be clear on that. Um, so great, Ray. Uh, absolutely. Thank you for being on Mobile Presence, and thank you, listeners, for listening in. If you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, Peggy at mobilegroove.com. That's also where you'll find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And of course, you can check out this and all early episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching mobile presence. So friends, until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.